Hey, Freedom Jumpers, welcome back to the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. I'm your host, James Jenkins. My guests for this episode are Catherine Jones and Jason Johnson from Coterie Insurance. Coterie Insurance. I have been so happy with my experience with Coterie these last um, 18 months, give or take, Coterie exists at the intersection of innovative technology and fast and easy small commercial submissions. Uh, They are handling general liability and professional for the businesses that fit in their appetite. They're adding more class codes and better appetite every single month. I really enjoyed this conversation uh, that happened a few weeks ago with Catherine and Jason. We get all the way into the weeds talking about the things that matter uh, to Freedom Jumpers, talking about innovation and technology and processes and how to make things happen faster and more profitably for independent agents. There's a, a moment in there where I hit them with a couple of hard questions and I was really impressed with how both Jason and Catherine responded authentically. Uh, They were true to who they are as individuals and uh, their mission, their vision, values at Coterie, uh, going through some difficult strategic and operational decisions on how best to move forward through some of these challenging times as a company. Came away from this interview really impressed with these two and with Coterie, and I expect that most of you uh, will share those sentiments. So we're going to jump right into the episode Go ahead and join our Facebook group if you want to engage with your fellow Freedom Jumpers. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Agency Freedom in the search bar, and we'll look forward to connecting with you there. That is it for the lead-in. Let's hit the bumper and get after Episode 63 with Coterie Insurance. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. There are two kinds of people in the insurance industry, those who are captive and those who are free. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Captivity can go far beyond the companies you represent. It starts between your ears and its impact is felt in every corner of your business. We're all about helping agency principals and sales professionals reach your maximum potential and flex your freedom. If your goals are big enough, you're going to have to get uncomfortable to be able to reach them. Our team at RiskWell is living this out every single day. This show is where I share our successes, our failures, and everything I learn along the way. We deliver relevant, tactical, and actionable content from industry peers, innovative partners, and a variety of leaders from other business verticals. We're not holding anything back. There's no upsell, no guru pitch, and no fluff. It's time to unshackle yourself from captivity and make your freedom jump with the Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Hey folks, back again for another episode of the Agency Freedom Podcast, and I am joined today by Ms. Catherine Jones, Director of Communication for Coterie, Mr. Jason Johnson, uh, the Director of Agent Experience. Hey folks, welcome to Agency Freedom Podcast. Really appreciate you guys joining me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is a lot of fun for me because Coterie is what Riskwell would be, very close to it. If Riskwell were a carrier, I'm pretty sure we would operate in a very similar fashion uh, to 
to how Coterie does things. So you guys really aren't interested in the same old, same old at all. And uh, you know what? I'm going to let Catherine go first here because she's the director of communication. And this is your invitation to just pitch away. Uh, tell everybody who Coterie is, if the ones that aren't familiar, uh, if you've been living under a rock and are not familiar with Coterie, uh, the carrier and the brand and what they stand for, well, you're in luck. You're out of the rock on just the right day because Catherine's going to tell us all about that. While Jason's getting his tech figured out, Catherine, I'll hand you the microphone and just tell us uh, kind of your role at Coterie and then tell us whatever you want about Coterie Insurance, uh, the big picture, the 30,000 foot view, uh, and we'll just popcorn this thing after that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm the director of communications here, which means uh, my team oversees and handles internal communications, external communications, PR, social media. Um, I've been here a little over a year and a half, and it's been such a fun journey. Um, I actually started my career at Farmers Insurance and later worked at the NAIC. So working at an InsurTech um, where you can really do a million different things and without limits has been the most exciting period of my career by far. Um, but Coterie was uh, established in 2018 and really set out to transform the small commercial space um, by using digital tools, um, using technology, using data to really um, change how we're underwriting, change the whole experience. You know, historically, small commercial has not been profitable for agents or brokers. It's super complex. It takes a long time. Um, and we're making it really, really fast and easy to do. We have some new exciting updates coming in a few weeks where we're actually pre-filling information for agents and brokers. So um, thus far, we've had a really fun time kind of building a great community of agents and brokers who give us feedback. <laughs> I, I have to stop you for just a second because I'm trying to figure out how in the world it gets any faster than it already is. Because I oh, swear, there's like, there's like seven data points from initial beginning of the application to a bindable quote. So I'm, I'm sitting here scratching my head going, <laughs> What are you going to pre-fill? There's like seven questions in the whole application. So we're going to take just a business name and address, and then we pull publicly available information. So we pull all the necessary information to underwrite the risk. You as the agent, you validate it, and then you get a bindable quote. So it, it really can be seconds. You're, you're not going to have to wow. go back and forth with that information. Um, we're making it really, really easy. Wow. It was already stupid easy. I mean, literally the fastest quoting instance. And uh, with apologies to my traditional, you know, legacy carriers, nothing against you guys. Coterie is just way faster from start to finish. There's so much that gets pulled. And I'm going to start to sound like I'm part of the communication department with Coterie here in just a second. But you guys make such good use of big data where you're, you're scraping from all of these third party databases and not asking the agent dumb questions that you as a carrier already have ready access to. Uh, so many carriers ask, you know, 75 questions on an application from start to finish. And most of those questions are easily accessible through databases that the carrier certainly has access to because Coterie mm -hmm. does, that's for sure. But man, what an incredible instance where you can log in. From the retail agent's perspective, I don't even know how it's going to get faster. I'm sitting here literally just stumbling over my words going, it's already like two minutes from start to finish. How is it yeah, going to get any faster? But I guess I you're about to hear it. Yeah, wow. yeah. Jason can tell you a little bit more about what he hears from our, our amazing mm. agents and brokers every day. I'm telling you. So what, what else? Big picture. What does Coterie want to be? And maybe what are you not interested in being as a carrier? 
Well, technically, we're a managing general agency. So I, I do think a lot of times, um, you know, I just want to make that distinction and be accurate. Yep. Um, yep. But what we don't want to be, um, we're, we don't want to be direct to consumer, right? We really believe in our agents and brokers. We believe in the relationships they have in their communities. Look, small mm -hmm. business insurance is complex. Um, a lot of small businesses that try to do it on their own, they get really, there's just so, they don't know everything, right? Like even just the ins and outs. And so we, we have a find an agent feature on our website. Mm -hmm. We really encourage small businesses to go there, find an expert in your local area. Um, because you're, you might start and think, hey, I can do this. It's 2022. Surely I can do this online. Unfortunately, some parts of insurance are still a little old fashioned. There's old fashioned yep. vocabulary, terminology. And you want to make sure that your, your business is rightly covered for any potential losses. And I can tell you what we do want to be is we want to be that first check, right? We want to be the first place that uh, the agents stop and, and look because we are so easy. We're so quick to quote with. Um, we've got such a great broad yep. appetite. All you got to do is is put in a little bit of information and you can check right off of us right out of the gate to see whether or not it's a fit. And maybe mm -hmm. it won't always be, um, but if we're incredibly fast and, and user friendly, um, then it takes a matter of moments just to check. So that's where we want to be at. Well, and I just want to point out the incredible point uh, that Catherine really glossed over there kind of casually and said that you guys have no interest in being a direct writer. Uh, and. I'm sorry, but I'm going to name names on this podcast because that's how we roll and it's my show. That's one of my biggest problems with Progressive and Travelers and Hartford and other carriers that are very friendly. They're perfectly easy to work with for the most part, but they also actively compete with us as a direct rider. And, you know, it's happened on two different occasions where, and I'm sorry, I'm going to name names again, Travelers. I'm looking at you guys where we had existing Travelers insureds that were AOR'd away from our code to a direct code, which is definitely not supposed to happen. So the fact that we have you guys sitting on here on a, you know, a podcast saying we have no interest in being direct to consumer. Folks, listening to this podcast out here, you really need to double click on that and pay close attention to the other carrier partners you have that are actively competing with you in the marketplace. Coterie just said they have no interest in doing that. And to me, that's a very big deal. Because if I can't trust you, you're not really a partner. That's why it's Let's a big deal for me too, James. Um, you know, we, we operate based on trust. Yeah, it, it becomes a big deal to me too as I build agency relationships that you know that uh, you're our number one partner out there. Love it. So, Jason, give us the 411 on, on your role at Coterie and your, your philosophy. The director of agent experience, that's a mouthful. What does that mean exactly? Yeah. Okay. So um, in the digital space uh, with a digital underwriting engine, um, the easiest thing to uh, realize that you're dropping off is, is the underwriter. Right now, we do have underwriters in-house in that review everything. They help build um, you know, the, the system in the background, the engine that's doing all that. But they're not forward-facing. They're not working with the agents like they would at a traditional at a legacy carrier. Mm -hmm. um, but what might not be obvious to everybody is the thing that you lose when you take that piece out of the relationship building. It's the relationship building, right? It's, it's um, you know, what, what else does an underwriter manage? They, they work on the books with their agencies. They, they help, uh, you know, communicate. They help make exceptions. They help do all kinds of things that are based on, you know, getting to know an agent and, and your relationship with them. So it became abundantly clear to me that that's what we needed here at Coterie. We're agent focused. Um, that's what we want to build. We love the relationships that you have with your insureds. You're our frontline underwriters. So what are we doing to grow that here at Coterie? And fortunately, Coterie saw the same exact vision that I did. 
and and gave me uh, the team to to go out there and start growing that. Um, and it became more than that, right? Like it's more than just picking up the phone um, and calling you and checking on you to make sure that uh, you know everything is going smooth and see what else is out there. Like that's not the goal of what we do. It's to get the voice of the customer, right? It's to listen to you and grow products that are based on the needs that you have because uh, you're the one selling it. Why wouldn't I listen to that? Now, I got to say, from the, from the nerdy perspective of you know, actuarials and driving profit to the bottom line of the carrier, which in turn creates more opportunities for reinvestment and better technology, you know, better commissions, better products that in turn are more competitive in the marketplace, it really does start with minimizing those expense ratios anywhere you can and get better field underwriting. So the two equations, you know, two sides of the equation, you know, your investment income and then your underwriting or operating income can be streamlined. You know, it, everything that you just said, all I'm seeing is dollar signs going straight to Coterie's bottom line, which makes you guys a lot more competitive in the marketplace. And all of those little wish list items that so many agents have and, and like to complain about to their reps and whatnot, a lot of those things get done faster at a carrier or MGA like Coterie that is able to run lean and mean. Now, as oh, I know, absolutely. I don't mean to do your talking points for you, but you know, anytime efficiency like that comes up, I'm just like, man, that just creates so many opportunities on the product and sales and marketing side of things for cool things to happen. That's how dollars get freed up for for R and D and for you know projects that the agents get to enjoy. Yeah, and we're definitely yeah. our our underwriting engine is all about accurate pricing, right? You know, I think. A lot of the uh, frustrations with small commercial has been that they're getting policies that are for medium-sized businesses that don't fit. That's crazy expensive, right? And, it, you know, we write startups. We write home-based businesses. We write um, people that might be just going out to a job site and need a COI same day. So we, we're really trying to right-size small commercial so that these um, businesses don't have to, to do their jobs without proper coverage. Now, Catherine, I apologize for not telling you this question was coming. Uh, but it, it, it's been all over the news, certainly all over LinkedIn the last several weeks. I wanted to get your take as the director of communications and, and PR is under your job too. So I, I know you probably already have this well rehearsed. Help me make sense of all of the innovation, all of the successes, the growth, the, the very cool things that Coterie is doing. And then I see all these posts on LinkedIn about you know developers getting fired. I think it was something like 30 or so people were downsized. How does that match with what I see in a bigger picture of Coterie is just taking ground in so many areas, demonstrating a, a really good understanding of the marketplace. How does that happen at the same time 30 people get let go from a developer side of things? Yeah. Can, can you kind of comment on that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a great question, right? We're hitting stretch goals every month. Um, so it's, it's definitely a valid question. It was not 30 developers. It was 30 people across Coterie. Um, unfortunately, okay. we did have okay, to make cool. the really difficult decision to do a reduction in force. Um, we lost four, four people in marketing alone. And that's really just because the economic situation had changed, right? You know, we all started, I think all of all startups, all technology companies started the year, right? We Everything was going well. Investors were feeling good about um, putting more money behind these companies. Um, and when that overall macroeconomic environment changed due to many factors, we had to respond to that. So we ha we are an investor-backed company. And so um, mm -hmm. it, they really, um, sorry, my dog just barked. <laughs> it, 
it was the best thing for us to extend our runway, right? So our, our leadership had to make some really tough decisions to do what's best for the, the survival of our company. Um, but let me tell you, when you're hitting goals every month, it is really, really hard to say goodbye to 30 amazingly talented people. Yeah. Well, and if I can jump in on that too, James, if you don't Yeah, absolutely, mind. please. Um, it, it was tough for us as a culture, right? Like we are still recovering from it in a lot of ways because these were our friends that we worked side by side with. Um, yeah. But it is a balance, just like Catherine was talking about. We need to make sure that we have um, the, the financial stability to be there for the policies that we write. Like this is a promise that it is that we're making to the insurance, to the agents that we work with. Yep. So this was a play to make sure that we stuck around for the long haul, even if it didn't feel like as we're growing month after month and we're hitting more and more sales goals, it didn't, it felt odd. It felt awkward. Um, you know, it, it was very tough. Um, but one of the things that um, really helped me pull through a lot of this was the agents that I work with. What I love about Coterie is that there hasn't been any sort of hiding behind any of this. We've been, we've been transparent. You see, like you talked about, you yeah. see it on LinkedIn. I talk to my agents. I, I work with a group of agents that we call our, our Coterie Collaborative. I started, you know, it's like a, um, it's an agency advisory panel. Um, and the day that it happened, we got on there and we talked to them about it. Um, and I got countless amounts of feedback about how many different carriers just hide behind those sort of things. And they don't want to publicly talk about it. And they could tell how much it hurt us and how much we cared. And that to them meant that their business was in a good place. So yeah. And I mean, team and culture is super important to risk well. And, you know, I, I saw the post on LinkedIn from your CEO. And I'm just reading that. I'm almost getting emotional. Just like, man, I cannot believe how hard, how, how just excruciating that must have been for your C-suite to try to figure out, okay, we have to do this. How do we do it? Where do we do it? With, you know, who do we, how do we decide who gets let go and who stays? And how do we present this to the public? in a way that doesn't really hurt our reputation in the marketplace. From my perspective, you did a, a really strong job of it. Um, so I just want to be 100% clear, I'm not coming at you guys with that question. It just seemed, it seemed odd. Uh, and the conversations that I've had with my other you know, friends that you know, have podcasts and are pretty well aware, uh, it was really our, our common thread was, it's just odd. You know, Coterie seems to be kicking so much tail in the marketplace and, and having so much success in other areas, it was just like an inconsistent, what's going on here? But your answer, it makes a lot of sense, honestly. And uh, anybody who's ever dealt with investors knows that, you know, when, you know, when private equity and when very large, very deep pockets tell you to do something, well, they're the ones stroking the check for stuff. You got to make sure the investors are happy. So that, yeah, that it makes sense. I do want to I do want to hit home with that too. That it's not just about the investors; it's about our policyholders too. We want to make sure that we're here yeah, for the long haul. Definitely, sustainability, right? And yeah, I don't want to be like you know too single minded with this. Of course, sustainability and long term solvency. I mean, at the end of the day, solvency is everything, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, we're selling a promise, right? And it means everything yes. that we can um, that we're going to be there when when the unexpected happens. So um, yeah, it was tough. It was a super tough decision, but. Our leadership always leads with our core values. You know, before I joined Coterie, yeah. I was always like, ah, oh, core values, that's just some BS that's on a website, right? But we really right. do. I mean, David McFarland, our CEO, I mean, he leads with humility and integrity every single day. And I think that really shone through in his message and hopefully will shine through in the way that, you know, our company, our, our reputation and the way that we continue to behave. Hey, Freedom Jumper. Are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. 
At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com. Well, I, for one, am really impressed with how you guys have handled what is undoubtedly an extremely difficult situation. Because like you said, Jason, I mean, these are your friends. These are your colleagues. These are the people you're cracking jokes with on a Slack channel. You know, and, you know, having team meetings and eating pizza with and breaking bread and, and you know, on mission, you're, you're going into war together. Like, I, I can imagine how those things were. So, well, and yeah. then James later that night, those were the same people that we were trying to help find other jobs. It was tough. That was the coolest part, honestly, man. Like, I saw so many of those posts on LinkedIn where it was like the whole community just got together. It was like, all right, we got to find this guy somewhere to be. We got to find this gal somewhere to be next week. Yeah. Uh, and it, from what I heard, they were all taken care of. Everybody uh, had had a, a, a good separation from that. Nobody was left high and dry, uh, which, again, speaks to the character of the people that make the decisions at Coterie. So, A, a plus for my book, man. Um, I, I don't want to camp out on this because I know it's, it's awkward to talk about. And it's honestly, for the listener, it's not fun either. Uh, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up at least because a lot of people are probably wondering what the, what the company line is there. And Catherine, you did a great job delivering that. So I'm going to pivot real quick here. You like my little sound effects? I love that. There we go. Um, Jason, I would love to hear from you on uh, what are you excited about as we move into the second half of the year? Uh, You guys have already had a lot of improvements with expanding on your class codes and some of the endorsement options and just given agency, uh, you know, not principals, uh, producers, more toys to play with, more bullets to fire in the marketplace. Uh, to stand out to the insured, to win business away from you know the competition elsewhere. When, when you look at the second half of the year, uh, what are some things that you're able to share? I understand you know some things you may not be able to yet, but what are you excited about for the second half of 22? Oh gosh, um, where to even start with that? We have so many things in the works. Um, so as, as Catherine alluded to earlier, the biggest uh, the biggest thing that we have happening right now is our launch of Simply Bun. Right. It is a it's very revolutionary and, and that's such a, you know, a buzzword or it's what what's I, and I don't know. Catherine's going to stop me if I'm talking about more than I'm supposed to. This is James. I got to be honest with you. Like I have a tendency to overshare with with my agents. So they they yeah. tend not to tell me everything. So I'll ah. give you what I can from what they've told me. I have a tendency but to here, ask probing questions and might, might yeah. get you in trouble then. If hey, yeah, folks, so, this is recording video, too. So if people with black hoods come over <laughs> and like. Put a bag on Jason's head and carry him off. We know he said too much. Well, luckily That's he's right. in Minnesota. He's in Minnesota. I'm in Denver, so I can't make it over there that quickly. There's a black yeah. phone somewhere in Catherine's office. That's right. Um, Code so blue. anyway, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> Simply Bind is it's going to be amazing. Um, and and what we're essentially we're going to be able to generate a quote for our agents um, off of just a business name and an address. And while that is um, you know speed simplicity, it's making it even faster, less questions. Um, 
there's some really creative things that you can do with that then too. Uh, you can have a quote in hand before you even talk to a prospect. Mm. That's powerful. Um, so that is hands down one of the things that I'm obviously most excited about that we've got coming up here within the next month. Um, but then after that, we've got new products that we're rolling out. We're working on work comp right now. Uh, we've got new ways of doing business that is completely based off of the feedback that it is that I regularly get from agents. Mm. Um, they want the ability to bind on behalf of others within their agency, within our dashboard. Um, they want you know non-licensed users to be able to get in and service policies and access stuff. So there's a lot of quality of life type features that it is that we're constantly improving and iterating on based on the feedback that I regularly get from the field. So there's lots of really cool things, um, but the most exciting stuff to talk about, obviously, is the tech with with Simply Mind. It's going to be pretty neat. Now the tech is great, and Simply Mind that's definitely going to be useful. But it's cool to me that you mention non licensed staff and you know having some sort of way. And obviously, there's regulatory and legal hurdles that have to be cleared, so we're not you know operating outside of various departments of insurance. But just the fact that you guys are thinking about that, because We've had experiences with other carriers, uh, and, and Branch comes to mind uh, fastest because you want to talk about revolutionary and doing some very cutting edge things. Branch is definitely in that bucket on the personal lines on home and auto, and there's some things we're really impressed with. And then it comes time for me to try to get my my team, you know, logged in. I need a user. I need access for so and so to do basic routine tasks. It has nothing to do with insured facing. Certainly. You know, the, the things we would expect a non-licensed team member to be doing. And we were told that we can't even have them access the system. Like, they're not even able to log in at all. It was like, well, what about our virtual team members that are overseas? Well, you definitely can't have them log in. Like, they don't have any access at all to the system. It was like, guys, this is 2022. You do realize that, right? Like, there has to be some kind of solution for a non-licensed sales, uh, non-licensed team member. And even a company as advanced and as revolutionary and innovative as Branch is, had absolutely no solution for it. So the fact that you guys have already had those those dialogues uh, is really encouraging to me uh, because, man, you want to talk about frustrating uh, on a day-to-day, just basic operating level. Something as simple as, oh, my non-licensed team member can't get access to your platform. That's a real problem, especially if you're a very small shop. If you're a solo operator, if you've got one team member in your office, what if they're not licensed yet? Kudos to you guys. Love that. That's fantastic. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and not only are we talking about it, we're actively working on it right now. So hopefully it's not too long before we have some, something in play. So work comp. Let's talk about that for a second. Because as of right now, you guys are basically either a GL or a BOP. Uh, you have the option to base if you're going to have you know BPP coverage or not. And then professional liability is available for some classes, not anywhere near as many as it is for the GL and the BOP, but a lot of classes. So now is work comp is being added to the mix uh, later this year, it sounds like? Uh, it'll probably be 2023. I, I want to be clear on the okay. dates and not, not over-promise. Um, we'd rather under-promise oh, sure. than over-deliver. But yeah, we are working on workers' comp right now. I think we can confidently share awesome. that. Oh, I, I understand me being in Texas, it'll happen in like 2025. <laughs> Uh, because South Dakota or you know Wyoming will get the toys first, and then you guys will spend several months letting those states break everything before you go to a big state where we can. I mean, you make a mistake in Wyoming, not too many things break, right? Let's be honest. You go and launch a new toy in South Dakota, and it breaks. Okay, well, you have what fourteen agents in the state of South Dakota. 
And then, you know, you bring them into Ohio or, you know, Texas or, you know, I don't even know if you guys are in California. Yeah, uh, we are. But yeah, you're definitely not going to bring the new stuff to California or Texas. That's for sure. So no, for those of you that are listening from South Dakota or Wyoming, uh, congratulations on being the first to get to play with the good stuff or the new stuff. I shouldn't <laughs> say the good stuff because, I mean, my gosh, what you guys have already brought out is making me scratch my head for crying out loud. So. Where, where do we want to go here? Because I'm sitting here thinking, I can ask a bunch of different questions and the rest of this interview could go in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, Catherine, I'm going to ask you the same question I did, Jason, and see uh, if we can get some more clarity on, on the natural course of the interview here. When, when you look at the, at the landscape of what Coterie is up to uh, in the next you know, six months, we're almost exactly the mm-hmm. halfway point of the year. You know, this episode will drop probably late July. We're actually in front of our recording calendar for once, which is pretty rare in podcasting land. Uh, but what, what you want to get the word out, what you want people to be hearing about and thinking about from Coterie the second half of the year, what's on your plate? Yeah, well, so the Simply Bind experience, as Jason mentioned, is going to be huge. That's definitely kind of the biggest thing that we're working towards right now. Um, that is a first and small commercial. You brought up Branch. It's actually Kind of taking what Branch is already doing in the small commercial side a little bit different, but kind of that ease that we're already we've been seeing in the personal line space for for years now, right? Um, yeah. so that is a huge part, and then also just you know we believe in agents and brokers, we believe in the, the relationships, and we um, we have our own podcast that I have to call out. It's called And I Quote, um, and that's a podcast where we talk to agents and brokers and really try to unearth their stories, right? We would be, um, Coterie would not be where we are today without the amazing agents and brokers who have been with us since the very beginning. The ones that Jason and his team talk to all the time and they give us feedback. They'll tell us when they don't like something and we actually listen. Um, And so I think that just, that builds loyalty and trust. And we're really, really lucky to have the agents and brokers that we have. Um, And I just, yeah, that's, that's such a big part of who Coterie is. No, I can see that. That that is, it, it is is lived out. It's not just some uh, PR lady spinning something. It's it's actual real operating. Yeah. You know, we we had uh, Pat Mulroy on from Tarmica a couple of weeks ago, and he and I spent a full hour talking about embedded. You know, when I hear you guys uh, rolling these features out, it seems the logical extension of something like this is bringing a truly embedded product to the marketplace and making it available to uh, retail agents where you could have a simple widget on somebody's website. You put in a couple of data points and there, there's your, your information right then and there. It's, it is as close to a truly embedded process as it can be. Because, I mean, we're not big corporations, you know, buying concert tickets or plane tickets or whatever. So, I don't know if we'll ever really be embedded in the truest sense of the iteration. But you guys aren't too far off from that, it sounds like. Right. So, so there's the trick, right? Like making sure that we've got the, um, the technology to meet your agents, meet um, the insurance where they need to be met. Um, but then balancing that between uh, what has always been important in this industry and uh, making sure that we've got the support staff here to take care of you, um, that we are still, you know, doing all of the traditional things that it is that, that are required by um, you know, the space, like, and, and that's why it's been for me anyway, that's why it's so hard to see the insurance industry moving forward sometimes. Right. So I've, I've come from other carriers where honest, as, as difficult as this might be to believe the last place that I was at, like we took, we took a courts. Um, we didn't want anything done through technology. They actually wanted a courts filled out and turned in for stuff. 
Um, so, you know, making sure that we are, you know, building out embedded options that we're, um, you know, just a click of a button away and you can get a quote is amazing, but it's only so amazing um, until somebody needs to pick up the phone and talk to somebody. Um, yeah. So we're making sure that we're there for that too. You know, right along those lines of conversation, I would love to hear from you, Jason. Like you have your finger on the pulse of a lot of people in the independent agency distribution channel. What what are some of the pain points that you hear regularly from our colleagues, our peers in the industry, the things that they're running into that are problems or challenges for them that Coterie is able to help with? Because I could just rattle off a bunch of pain points that I think Coterie is great at, but it would be less interesting for the audience because, well, I'm the host and they came here to listen to you guys talk. So any any examples of, hey, agent was having a problem with X, we're trying to solve whatever it happens to be. And then Coterie steps in riding a white horse and makes everything better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's a lot of different ways to answer that question. Um, it's, it's very broad. So when it comes to almost every single day, there's specifics about lines of coverage um, that could be improved if you want to add an endorsement, increase limits, um, whether or not it's user interface stuff, how can we make this more accessible? Should you have a, you know, a, a next button as opposed to clicking a tab along the top? That kind of stuff. But hmm. uh, I think more along the lines of what it is that you're asking for is, you know, what, what is it that's um, what are the pain points in the marketplace that we're helping solve? Yeah. And, and honestly, it is the, the speed and simplicity of, that we've already hit on, quite frankly. But it's it's what Catherine talked about earlier with, you know, the fact that there's the, the profit margin for small business is so narrow there. So it's finding new ways to make sure that um, agents are capitalizing on that in the most efficient way possible. Um, whether it is, you know, the use of technology through quick quotes where they don't even have to, our quick quote feature where they don't even have to touch it and an insured can go, you know, beginning to end, bind a policy and it's all attributed to them for, you know, their written premium and, and commissions and everything. Um, or, you know, the dashboard experience is better with just less touch points and we're gathering data to aggregate all that to doing some really creative things. You know, I've had conversations with partners who, uh, you know, in the broker space are, they're looking for data enrichment. Right. We're gathering all of this data. So what is it that we can be doing um, to help enrich some some gaps in the data that they've got in their AMS so that even if we're not a fit, maybe they can go somewhere else. You know, I talk to folks who want to work with us on various different lead generation things and making it, you know, uh, more simple in in that regard to quote things through Coterie. Um, There's a lot of different ways that we're. Yeah, we're we're exploring all kinds of options to make that profit margin, um, you know, much larger because you can't spend you can't spend even fifteen minutes on a three hundred to five hundred dollar quote. You need you need to spend less time than that, and if you can do it all at once, all the better. Now you just hit on it, and I was trying to decide if I was going to ask that question because I already put you guys on the spot with the whole reduction in force thing. I don't want to be rude to my guests twice in one episode. But you went there, so I feel like I'm okay in in going there with a follow-up then. Bulk quoting. The second that you talk about quick quote, where all we need at some point in the not-too-distant future is name and address for an insured, that then allows your quoting engine to deliver a bindable quote with just a couple of data points. The obvious thought process there is, well, if we can do that for one, what if we did that for a spreadsheet? What if there's a, some way to talk to somebody in, in the agency side of things and say, hey, I've got a spreadsheet of my prospects here. Now, obviously, there's 
privacy and some compliance things. And I'm sure you guys are you know, noodling through figuring out how to do that and not be operating outside of uh, the regulatory environment. But uh, is that something that is potentially a, a solution at some point where we can have a, a bulk quoting feature? Because I'm sitting here thinking, well, we've already got email automation. We've already got, you know, populating direct mail campaigns. How hard would it be to have support from a company like Coterie, get a bulk quote done ahead of time and some way of parsing it out into, you know, this quote is for this entity and whatnot. And then you just, you know, blast out your email campaign and say, hey, this is not like other email spam that's offering you something, uh, you know, unknown. It wouldn't be that hard to get a merge field in a CRM that plugs in the actual number and says, hey, I'm reaching out to you with a verified bindable quote for X for your business insurance. If you like this number, click here and we'll finalize this for you in less than five minutes or something like that. You know, maybe it's 10 or 15 minutes. Who knows? I'm just thinking out loud here. I've never talked to an MGA or a carrier that was actually saying things like bulk quoting. Uh, That's incredibly interesting. Care to expand on that or are you allowed to expand on that? I should probably Oh, it's not even so much that I'm not allowed or or anything like that. We're, I I mean, I just literally had a conversation about this morning. This isn't something that we have like currently built, um, but Mm -hmm. we have the capability to do it on a, you know, I I, I don't know what sort of, that's not my world, right? Like, you know, that like, you're not the the product guy. Yeah. 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 I, I work with the relationships. I don't touch the tech pieces as much. I just do my best to understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some smarter folks here at Coterie who would help build those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but based on the conversations that I had earlier today, they look very promising. And, and, you know, when you ask what it is that the field is asking for, this is the feedback that I get. This is what it is that, they're, that you know, the agents that I work with every day are, are wanting to see. And, you know, we've got brilliant minds here at Coterie that um, are, quite frankly, making those sort of things happen. So that particular field is yet to be determined. We haven't mm-hmm. solved for it yet, but sure. we're absolutely scoping it out so when when i think about it from one end of the tech to the other and how we would go about doing that with you know merge fields and uploading and parsing and whatnot you guys are already doing basically everything that would need to happen for that to be possible which is probably why these other people ask that question because they are faster and or smarter than me it sounds like wow i mean yet another thing to keep a close eye on with coterie because at some point they may be rolling out bulk quoting. And if you guys are the first ones to get to that, whew, man, you want to talk about market share. You can have all the market share you want with toys like that to, to hand retail agents. Right. Well, and it's, um, I'm just, uh, I, it's why I love my job, right? Like I get to just outsource all the cool creative ideas from the agents and take them back to a bunch of brilliant minds who can make them happen. And all I'm doing is just messaging it all. So I got, I got it pretty great. From where I'm sitting, the two of you have a lot of fun in your jobs. You, you get to enjoy the wins on a regular basis. So we are, I have honestly, we've already answered the, the four or five questions that I wanted to get done. I think this has been an incredibly productive 35 minutes of, of interview time so far. As we land the plane, I'll just open it up to both you guys. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about uh, today that we haven't gotten to yet or any final thoughts you want to jump into? Um, Not for me, just, you know, if you are a a Coterie agent or broker and you have suggestions, let us know. If you're not, um, go to our website, sign up today Um, and just know that we we are so open to feedback. I mean, this is really a conversation that we have with our network, Um, whether it's, you know, like I said, through our podcast or our social channels, like 
we always want to be um, talking and gathering information and, and doing what we can do to help help agents and brokers sell better. So whether it's creating marketing material or, um, you know, webinars, whatever it is, you know, we're, we're here in partnership uh, with our community. Fantastic. Awesome. Jason, I'll let you have the last word and then we'll put this thing to bed. No, I think I honestly, that's good. I, I think Catherine put it even better than I could. Um, it's like she's yeah, in communication or something. I know, right? Awesome. I, I got to say, this has been, it's one of our shorter episodes, but I mean, talk about meat on the bone. Uh, you guys really brought it. I appreciate uh, uh, the the content here from start to finish. I don't, I, I'm just flabbergasted with some of the things that Coterie is working on. Like, it's terribly exciting to think about the ground floor impact to the independent agent channel when you guys were able to bring some of these things to market. Uh, I mean, even something as simple as the quick quote, like that by itself is revolutionary. So uh, kudos to you guys and your friends and colleagues at Coterie. Uh, and that's really as good a time as any to end this thing. What's the best way for people to get appointed if they're not already appointed? Yeah, you can go to our website. Um, there's a start now button. So if you you can click click through that, it'll lead you to get, get affiliated. Um, you can also find me or Jason on LinkedIn. I'm Catherine Jones, Jason Johnson. We're happy to chat. Reach out um, and let us know how you're feeling and if you want to get involved with Coterie. Now, Freedom Jumpers, a little bit of transparency here. I got appointed with Coterie last fall. And one of the reasons was that they told me up front that they're not going to hassle people for production minimums. They want to be a tool and a resource in the agent's office and not be the typical carrier and you know harass you once a quarter if you didn't meet some threshold for submissions or whatnot. And I've seen that firsthand. Like You guys really are just interested in being as useful as possible to help agents solve problems and get good business on the books. Uh, I haven't had, and we, we only have, I think, five or six accounts with you guys right now uh, because about half of my agency is ENS. Uh, as I figure out how to better align with Coterie's appetite, you better believe I'm going to be sending uh, more business. But not, not one call, not one email has ever come across of, hey, agent, sure wish you'd write more business with us. And, and that's the norm in the marketplace. So the fact that Coterie really truly isn't interested in bothering agents and just being as useful and, and you know, helpful as possible, that says a lot to you know, so to support the mission that you guys put out there in the marketplace. It's really impressive. Thanks, James. No, that's me. That's my team. Um, when we call you, we want to call you for a good reason, not just to beg you for business. So Yeah. And the tone, the two times that I've received incoming communication from Coterie, it was simply a, hey, what's on your desk that we can help with? Anything you're, you're looking at that uh, you want a second eye on? And was like, well, that's refreshing. How often does a carrier just call and say, hey, anything we can help you with? I was like, well, there you go. Okay, Coterie. I don't know how else to end this episode other than to say, uh, Catherine and Jason, I I've enjoyed this very much. And thank you for your time today. Folks, get with Coterie Insurance. Uh, if you're not already, and if you have, if you are already, you, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Probably fist bumping at this point. So, folks, that's it for this episode of the Agency Freedom Podcast. Make it a great day, boys and girls. We'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to AFP on your favorite platform to get automatic updates with every new episode and help other people find us. If you like what you hear, please drop us a review and tell the world what you like best. Most importantly, please share AFP with someone you know who is still in captivity. They'll thank you later. 
Visit our website at agencyfreedom.com to get access to exclusive content and announcements. Join our community on Facebook by typing in Agency Freedom in the search bar. Send your questions, comments, guest recommendations, and favorite grilling recipes to us at podcast at agencyfreedom.com. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. Until next time, let's go. Let's go.